Choosing a colour scheme that you find pleasing to look at is essential if you want to be comfortable working with Vim. There are hundreds of colour schemes available, but what if you can't find one that you like? In this episode, I'll share a few tips that make it easy to create colour schemes for Vim. You can now show your support for Vimcasts using Flatter, a social micropayment service. If you enjoyed this episode, please flatter me by clicking on the button on the show notes page. Your donation can ensure that Vimcasts remains free to all. Colour schemes are kept in a directory called Colours inside your Vim runtime directory. I'm going to start with a blank slate and create a new file called demolight.vim. There's a little bit of boilerplate code that should be included at the top of every colour scheme, so I'll begin by pasting that in. The background should be set to either light or dark. If I apply this colour scheme now, you'll see that the default colours can be easily red on a light background. If I set background to dark, then reapply the colour scheme, Vim applies default colours which would look suitable on a dark background. The background setting does not actually set the background colour. Instead, it chooses an appropriate set of default colours which will be readable on either a light or a dark background. You can specify any background colour you like by hooking into the normal group with the highlight command. The highlight command takes a group name as the first argument, followed by a series of key-value pairs. The group name represents the element that you want to style. The keys can be any of these. The term key applies to non-colour terminals, the keys beginning with C-term apply to colour terminals, and those beginning with GUI apply to graphical vim. To begin with, I'm going to focus on the GUI keys, but I'll return to the terminal options later. BG stands for background, so the GUI BG key lets you assign a background colour for the specified group. FG stands for foreground, so the GUI FG key allows you to assign a colour for the actual text of the specified group. Both GUI FG and GUI BG keys accept a hex colour code. Finally, the GUI key can accept values such as bold, italic and underline. If you want to change the colour of an element, the first thing you need to know is to which syntax highlighting group it belongs. In TextMate, you can reveal the scope of any element by pressing the Ctrl-Shift-P keys. This brings up a tooltip showing information about which scopes the current word belongs to. You can then tweak the style of the selected element in the Themes panel of TextMate's preferences. Vim doesn't have a syntax inspector built in, but it can be added with a small amount of Vim script. I keep this in my VimRC file. I've set it up to use the same Ctrl-Shift-P shortcut as TextMate. Now I can position my cursor on any word, and pressing Ctrl-Shift-P will reveal the syntax groups to which the element belongs. With that information, it's straightforward to open up a colour scheme file and edit or create a style for the word in question. When you start creating a new colour scheme from scratch, you do not begin with an empty colour palette. Instead, Vim provides default colours to go with your light or dark background. The default colours will endure until you explicitly override them. This can lead to some surprising colour clashes. For example, here I have a comment which starts with the word 
to do in all caps. The default colours for a light theme make this show up in blue on a yellow background. Suppose I just want to do to appear as red text. I could create a style specifying the text colour as red. I'll save the file and reapply this style. And as you can see, it has overridden the colour of the text, but the yellow background remains. To get rid of the default styling, I have to override the background. The keyword none achieves this. If you want to be sure that your colour scheme is not contaminated with default colours, I would recommend using the keyword none everywhere to override all keys that you are not explicitly setting. This makes the colour scheme source code somewhat harder to read, but it's more important that the colour scheme itself actually looks the way you expect it to. When styling a syntax group with the highlight command, things can start to look very verbose. If you have two groups to which you want to apply the same styles, you needn't repeat the entire style. Instead, you can use the highlight link command. For example, if I create a style to make HTML level 1 headings bold, I can quickly apply the same style to level 2, 3 and 4 headings, just by linking those highlighting groups. Since the beginning of time, Monaco has been the default monospaced typeface on Macintosh computers. Personally, I like the look of it, but it does have one limitation. There are no bold or italic fonts for Monaco. TextMate is capable of creating faux italics from the regular font, but MacVim doesn't do this. So if you want to be able to use italics and bold in your colour scheme, you probably want to choose a typeface that includes these fonts. With Snow Leopard, Apple has switched the default monospaced typeface to Menlo, which does include bold and italic fonts. Besides syntax highlighting, you can also tweak the appearance of Vim's interface to match your colour scheme. You can get a list of the default highlighting groups by looking up Help Highlight Groups. It's easy to overlook some elements of Vim's interface, because they may not be continuously visible. For example, line numbers can be switched on or off, the status line may only be visible when windows are split, and visual selections are highlighted only when visual mode is enabled. So be sure to test the appearance of these elements. I've provided a checklist in the show notes. When working with hex values, it's really helpful if you can see the colour that the code represents. Yuri Feldman has created a lightweight hex highlight script that allows you to toggle hex colour syntax highlighting. I find this very helpful when working on colour schemes. Coloration is a tool created by Marcin Kulik, which makes it really easy to convert TextMate themes into Vim colour schemes. You can download the Ruby gem to use it at the command line, or you can just upload the file for a TextMate theme to the web page. Note that coloration expects TextMate themes in XML format, whereas TextMate itself tends to save themes in a binary.tm theme format. You can use the plutil tool to convert plist files from binary to XML format. This will overwrite the amy.tm theme file with an XML representation of the same data, creating a file that coloration can handle. When defining colour schemes for the GUI, 
you can specify precise colours using RGB values. But when Vim runs in the terminal, you can't specify colours in this way. Instead, you have to use an indexed colour palette, which could include 8, 16, 88 or 256 colours, depending on the terminal in use. Sean Biddle has created a script that updates GVim colour schemes to work in colour terminals. Once installed, you can simply open in Vim the colour scheme that you want to change, then source the to cterm.vim scripts. For each GUI style, this script will translate the hex value into the corresponding index for a 256 colour terminal. If you work on a Mac, note that the terminal application only supports 16 colours. If you want to test your colour scheme in a 256 colour terminal, you could try using iTerm instead. I recently ported the Mac Classic theme from TextMate to Vim. Here you can see it side by side in the GUI and in a 256 colour terminal. I used Sean's Vim to C term script to create the colour terminal version, and I think it's a pretty good match. The information in this video is summarised in the accompanying show notes. If you have any questions, requests, or recommendations, or if you would be interested in sponsoring Vimcasts, then you can contact me at drew at vimcasts.org. Vimcasts is supported by Xerium Networks. If you need to build a reliable, scalable network that can support your growing business needs, then get in touch with Xerium Networks. And be sure to say you heard about them here.